Hello, I'm Ariel. And I'm JJ. We're pastors here at Victory Alabang, and you're listening to Preaching and Practice. A podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it into practice today. All right. So, uh, hello, JJ. Hello, Pastor Ariel. How are you doing? Doing great. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while that, you know, since our last preaching in practice. That's right. Uh, I think the listeners are probably missing what's happening uh, yeah, in preaching yeah. in practice. But yeah. before we get to the topic that we uh, preached about last Sunday, uh, how are you doing? How's uh, family? Uh, doing great. Uh, I mean, we moved our family from Lemery. Uh, we, we, I grew up in Lemery, so we moved our family there, here down in, in, in Metro Manila South because of… The asphalt and the earthquake, and they're safe. We we thank God well, and um, uh, praying continually for our yeah. friends there and our family members. Uh, it has not erupted yet, but uh, fully I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we're we're praying with uh, for people and how things will, yeah. will fall out. And uh, your little baby Tala, she's now getting better. Uh, she got uh, she sick, sick recently. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Cups I and thought cones. she's uh, learning how to dance Tala. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> hey, go, Pastor Ariel. How are you? I'm good. Uh, well, pretty much, uh, I guess I have a little bit more time now because I'm done with Wheaton. So, uh, when you talk about uh, suffering, uh, my suffering ikanga is over. Yeah. And you're in the middle of it, right? Yes. But anyway, so we are actually in the topic of suffering or grace in suffering. Yeah. And uh, maybe as many of us are familiar with uh, preaching last week. Yeah. You talked about the text or the exhortation of the Apostle Paul mm-hmm. in Corinthians. Yeah. Uh, when he said that, you know, he's asking the Lord to remove the thorn in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But yet the response of God is, my grace is sufficient, sufficient. for you. Yeah. So let's talk about this a little bit more. No? Yeah. Uh, how do we apply this now? Knowing that there are so many things that are happening. You know, of course, the recent event, mm-hmm. uh, the explosion of uh, Taal Volcano. Yeah. Uh, we we had warnings mm-hmm. back in March that March, it's bound yeah, to so happen. March, yeah. And uh, but yet we are still surprised that it happened. And you know, it did not just affect the people around Batangas, mm-hmm. Tagaytay, but even in Metro Manila. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, I guess one of the things that. Last week, we talked about how how this pain of Paul is so real to him. And and, and I guess in, in many ways, pain is so real, not only to our friends there in, in Batangas, also to that, those, to that area, but also to some of you listening to this. Maybe you're in, in, in a pain, not in a you know, uh, calamity level such yeah. as them, but maybe right. even just personally, right? Um, uh, pain is part of the human experience. This is true whether you're a Christian or not. Um, uh, whether you believe in a God or not even. Uh, the, the truth is, we all experience pain in all forms and packages and in different ways. What's painful to me may not be as painful to you. But nonetheless, it's true. Yeah. We all experience pain. So I guess one of the things that comes into play when we think about uh, last week's preaching is how we could make sense of pain. Um, first, as, as Christians, right? Uh, how do we view pain? Yeah. The, the question of suffering has been one of those age-old questions True. that uh, we have talked about in the past, right? Yeah. And I think uh, when you talk about pain or suffering, yeah, it's one way to ask. One way to ask it is, uh, you know, if God is a good God or God is a, a powerful God, mm. then why does He allow pain or suffering to happen yeah. in the world today? Yeah. And I think uh, another question that we can also ask eventually is. How do we cope up given yeah. that there is, you know, as you said, mm-hmm. 
uh, it's part of the fabric of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. every single day you will see evil, you will see pain, suffering yeah, yeah. happening in you and around you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, of course, we want to move back a little bit so that we can probably understand it, and then we'll go to the practical application yeah, on, yeah. on the topic. Um, of course, if you look at pain and suffering, uh, I remember this philosopher mm-hmm. actually. Who ask? Uh, it, it's called the Epicurus Trilemma, no? and three questions that he was asking: If God is unable to prevent evil, then He is not all powerful. Mm-hmm. He's questioning about His omnipotence. Yeah. Uh, and then second question is: If if God is not willing to prevent evil, then He is not all good. good. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then he went to the third question: Now, if God is both willing and mm-hmm. able to prevent evil, then why is there evil in the world? Yeah. So, I think this question is not just asked by unbelievers, but mm-hmm. even us yeah. as Christians, yeah. even in That's the church. Uh, evil and pain and suffering is pervasive. Eh? Mm. Parang lahat, we're going through that. Yeah. Personal, as you said, sometimes as a, as a community, we yeah. go through that. Now we see cities, you know, mm. entire towns and barangays mm. being covered by ashes. Yeah. And we're going through pain. And so, I hope that when we hear this question, mm we realize that it is more than just a theological question. Yeah. I think it's not just a theological yeah. question. It's really a personal question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they ask this question, they're asking for themselves yeah. because they're going through pain. Mm-hmm. And so, we don't want to be insensitive to the person true, who's asking, diba? and just say, pray mo na lang yeah. yan, you know, just have faith, and you know, just forget about it. Itulog mo lang yan. You know, sometimes we can actually be too simplistic about the response especially us as Christians. But I think more so with us. Yeah. And what we can actually, what I can actually say is, uh, because you are a Christian, mm-hmm. then you have hope. Yeah. What's difficult is if you don't know God and if mm-hmm. you are an unbeliever and if you go through sufferings and pain, then yeah. it seems like there's no purpose yeah. why you're going through such. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fact of life. Mm-hmm. And now you're questioning you know, the existence of God because you all know that, you know, when you talk about suffering, yeah. two sources, yan, eh, mm-hmm. either it's something that you've done to yourself mm-hmm. because of poor choices in life, mm-hmm. you made the decision and yeah. then you're suffering for the consequences or the other source of pain is calamity. Yeah. Something beyond you, something mm-hmm. bigger than you. Yeah. And so, I think one of the things that Epicurus did with this question is that many people use this as, you know, an, a challenge to a good God. But, Something that Epicurus does not take into picture is humanity. Right. If you look at these questions, all these questions just deals with if he's this, if he's this, if he's this. But it does not ask, how about us? Right? I mean, um, and, and if you look a little bit closer to the problem, it's more us. Right. And, and, and the source of pain and suffering and, and how these is work, work, things are working out. Um, not all, right. but, but some of them are. are coming from the brokenness of humanity. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, if you're, you know, you look at the news, um, the problems that we go through, um, um, it's, it's rooted from, many times, human depravity. Yeah. And, and again, we're not saying that all suffering come from that. Uh, again, as you've said, calamities like explosion, yeah. not, not, not that. But where we're seeing that in a grander picture, mm-hmm. um, there is a sense to which we can make sense of pain and suffering in light of a good God. Right. 
in light of a girl. In fact, the Bible describes it in so many different ways, right? I mean, uh, a while ago, we were talking about how Job, for example, his experience of pain. Um, and, and many times, our, our response to pain is too simplistic, as you've mentioned. Um, some Christians would resort to yung parang mga kaibigan lang ni Job, di ba? Yung, di, baka may sin ka lang, yeah. di ka lang nagre-repent, di ba? Mm-hmm. Or hindi ka lang nagdasal, or hindi ka nagbasa kasi ng Bible mo. Right. Or um, the at uh, the at uh, the flip side, maybe it's all you uh, just just doing the wrong things, mm-hmm. as I've said. And in the book of Job, we're given a more complex answer than that. Yeah. That uh, pain and suffering is not just one plus one equals two. True. It's it's more complex. Uh, it's more complex than just I did this, therefore this happened to me. Yeah. That's why I think karma is a very problematic proposition. <laughs> uh, that uh, whatever I've done, it comes back to me. <laughs> because <laughs> if, if it were true, right. then all the wrong things we've done, we it should be scared. We yeah. <laughs> should be scared. There's definitely a, a principle of sowing and reaping. Yeah. And I like the vein that you're getting into it. Mm. Uh, because many times, people would focus on the things that's happening around them. They focus on the evil. They focus on the suffering around the world. Mm. But yet, they forget to focus on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They have a good concept of evil. Yeah. But they have a poor concept of sin. Yeah. You know, and they ask, you know, if there's, if there's a good God, you know, why is there evil? Yeah, yeah. But yet, they forget to ask a question, you know, what about my sin? Yeah. Right? And the evil that comes from me. Mm. And they forget the fact that, you know, God knows their sin and God knows their heart. And yet, God is patient, patient yeah. and God is merciful and God is compassionate. Mm-hmm. And you see that that is actually the work of grace in yeah. our lives, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, the greater question for me is, why is this evil and fallen world not consumed yeah. despite the sinfulness of man? Mm-hmm. You know? Because it is us who caused all this. Yeah. When you talk about evil, there's nothing evil with God. Uh, God only gives good things. Yeah. Only good come from Him. And there's nothing that is bad that ever emanates from the heart of God. Yeah. But yet when you talk about, of course, the devil and man, humanity, then we see that evil is present all the time. Uh, but yet when you look at sin and suffering, I think all of humanity is subject to this. Whether you're a saint or a sinner, you're suffering. Uh, you're suffering. You're, you're subjected to suffering. You know, like for example, you know what personally what happened to me like uh, 16 years ago, when um, you know my eight-year-old son uh, then got sick of TB meningitis. So we brought him to the hospital. He he suffered, you know, uh, painfully. With that particular sickness, and he, as his parents, simply Camini Shirley, we also suffered watching him uh, deteriorate. You know? He was an eight-year-old boy, very active, but yet this sickness was just too much for him. Uh, and, and you know, um, unfortunately, he passed away after two months. No? So that was really painful for us. Yeah. No? And to think we're Christians, we love God, we are pastors, we. I, I believe personally in the sovereignty of God. I believe in the goodness of God. And yet this thing happened to me. You know? And so, yet moving forward after 16 years, I can still say that I am where I am today because of the grace of God. And you know, for anyone who's listening to the podcast and say, eh, because you're pastors or because you're theologians, that's why you can actually just say that. No, actually this is something personal. I'm not talking about something that's theological. I, I, I went through such a suffering and I went through 
the experience of God's rede- redemption and God's redeeming grace. Yeah. And I could have lost it. You know, yeah. it was so painful. You know, sabi ko nga, I, when people ask me, how was the pain described at Asno? And I, I could still remember, vividly remember, that the pain in my heart is almost like a physical pain. It's almost like my heart being ripped out of my chest. That's how painful it was. But yet, I recognize also that the same God who created me and who created Jerome was there with me as I went through such a suffering. So, so definitely there's not one uh, straight answer to how we go through life. You know, some people are suffering today maybe because of a sickness, maybe yeah. a cancer, or maybe, um, you know, a Parkinson's disease, yeah. or maybe, you know, lost a loved one, or maybe some, some people have lost businesses. Mm. So, yeah, as you were saying, you know, I hope that we can see God for who He is in the midst of our sufferings and pain. That's amazing, Pastor Eric. Because um, with, with the way we talk about pain, suffering in the Bible, many people can think that it's um, just all abstract uh, ideas, mm-hmm. up in the air, propositions that we do. But um, listening to stories like that uh, makes me realize how true it is, right? Really. Yeah. That as we really go through life, we can hold on to a more tangible experience of this pain um, and, and God. That it's not just um, something that we write in our notebook. God is good all the time. Right? All the time, God is good. Right. Even if I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so true. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Something that I, I get from that story is a very p- practical reality is that you you just acknowledge the pain. It's not as if you you put it on the side and you say, "Nde, hindi naman masakit." And it's real, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I think that's one important reminder, uh, a practical application of 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 getting into and understanding pain, making sense of pain. That as Christians, we don't minimize pain. Right. It's not just saying, "Nde, maliit lang to" or right. "problema lang yan," mm-hmm. because we come to that point. As Paul went to that point last uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. if you listen to that preaching, that he has a thorn. Yeah. He didn't deny it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not saying, di naman masakit, okay lang to, di ba? Mm-hmm. He's pleading to God, tanggalin mo to, God. Three times. Uh, three times, yeah. yeah? But yeah. God didn't. Yeah. The response of God was that, grace yeah. is sufficient for you. Even in the midst of that pain. Yeah, yeah. True. And I think, you know, maybe a second application that we can actually find here in this story of Paul or even our own personal mm-hmm. story is that we should find our dependence on God. Yeah. Yeah, acknowledge your right kanina, no? Now you we need to get real with pain. Mm. Acknowledge that it's real, it's painful. Mm. Yeah. And we should not deny it. Yeah. But at the same time, we need to also acknowledge that there is something or someone bigger yeah. than our pain. Somebody who can actually help us go through this, somebody who loves us, somebody yeah. who cares for us. And even if sometimes you don't feel yeah. that he's there, yeah. the reality is he's there. Mm. You know, that we can actually look to him yeah. and be dependent on him. I think that's one of the enemies of like modern day life is to think that we could do it on our own mm-hmm. with all the DIYs, uh, the yeah. DIY talk, but just do it on your own, mm-hmm. but the more we look into human experience, and this is age old, this is far beyond psychology, mm-hmm. we say, cover psychology, but yeah. this is biblical times, they already know that there's something, someone beyond you that you need. You know, I've worked in several counseling cases with depressed students and clinically diagnosed. Some of them just personally diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I've worked with them so closely that I know and I can say confidently that these people, when they start to acknowledge that it's beyond their capacity to mm-hmm. help themselves, right. they start developing a coping that's healthier than just saying, I can do it on my own. Right. 
when they start seeing that there's something beyond themselves. And, and I believe that um, it's very biblical. Um, that, that, that you, if you, you're listening to this and you're going through a kind of suffering, I don't know what that is. Marital, um, financial. And, and maybe it's a call for you. You're listening to this. It's a call for you to just that. Be dependent on something that's bigger than you. And, right. and I, I really think and I really believe that's God. Yeah. You know, if you step out of faith. And that's, for me, that's what grace is all about. Because no? when you talk about the concept of grace, sometimes people think that grace is something that's, you know, when you look at a ballet dancer, graceful, right? you know, it's something weak or something that's, you know, uh, rhythm. You know, it talks about rhythm. But, you know, for me, grace is something that's powerful. Eh? Yeah. Uh, grace is something that sustains. Sure. And so there are different ways on how people cope up with pain. And mm-hmm. so definitely the first step is to recognize yeah. that the grace of God is there. Mm-hmm. You know, like when God spoke to Paul, my grace will always be sufficient yeah. for you. It, and, you know, I think whether the pain or the suffering goes mm. or stays, yeah. the grace is there. True. True. So we need to develop, you know, I guess, uh, a lifestyle of prayer. You know? uh, and, of course, uh, it can be so simplistic as, as we've been talking about a while ago. No? But yet, prayer is an acknowledgement that we can't do it. That there is someone who's bigger and someone who cares. That he hears our prayers. And that God does not turn a deaf ear towards the cries of his saints or towards the cries of his people. Uh, I guess another concept is community. You want to yeah. talk about that? A bit? Um, I, I so appreciate that even, you know, when we think about pain and suffering, it's when we start acknowledging again that it's not just about the self, that there's some, someone bigger, it's God, and that there are people that God sends mm-hmm. um, to journey with you with that pain. It's... It, some things open up. Um, in, in the early days of the church, they call it the means of grace. Right? Mm-hmm. Prayer, the word, and community as yeah. part of it. And, and it's so important that uh, we as, as people, whether you're a Christian or not, maybe you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, mm-hmm. just try it. You yeah. know, I, I, I encourage you, just try right. community. Just try yeah. joining a group of people that yeah. meet and they talk about, sometimes yeah. they talk about their pain. There's something miraculous about joining with people who you know are just there for yeah. you. And when you talk and about community, you're talking about church as well. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a people yeah. who are walking with you mm-hmm. and who are possibly suffering with you as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you look all around us and, and there's this uh, you know, a big trend towards communities mm-hmm. and, and joining groups. Yeah. And that's not new. I mean, the yeah. church has discovered and, and have done that for thousands of years because it really is designed by God. Mm-hmm. Um, James says it beautifully, right? Confess your sins to one another that you may be, be healed. healed yeah. There's healing in, in yeah. saying it yeah. out loud. Yeah. That the pains and the brokenness that we have mm-hmm. when we share it to one another, right. there's healing yeah. to that. And Good. in fact, if you're here and you're, you're, you're suffering to that, you know, you're listening, you're suffering through isolation feeling of, of being alone and I don't want to be with people. Maybe it starts with one conversation at a time. Yeah. Maybe it's too hard for you to go to a big group right away. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just one conversation with that friend that has been asking you for coffee, you know. And then it's been asking you, just, you know, just be with me. And we always just want to talk. And, yeah. You know, maybe that's a coffee conversation you need to make this week. That's good. It can, can help you, yeah. you know. Right. And maybe another way on how to cope up with pain is mm. to think beyond yourself. Yeah. Uh, of course, we talked about prayer, talked about community, mm. people suffering with us, people yeah. working with us. But maybe another area is if we realize that there are 
people that are even have greater sufferings mm. than us. Yeah. Then somehow, I don't know, we probably feel a little bit better. Yeah. Because we're not doing this alone. Mm. We're not going through this alone. Yeah. And uh, we're doing that right now mm. through, you know, like, for example, in our community, in our church, yeah. no? we're, we have what you call Ta'al Relief. We're, mm. we're helping the, the people who are going through such mm. suffering right mm. now, you know, who've lost homes and, uh, I don't know, maybe property or, I don't know, maybe hopefully yeah. not loved ones. Yeah. But we're, we're you know, we want to help them. We want to mm. pray for them. We want to journey with them. And so that's why we have, uh, we want to respond even to those yeah. needs practically. Right? Yeah. And then, um, it's so powerful that message that um, that we as a church are gathering together, putting our faith into practice. It's not just, you know, the songs and the sermons that we do on a Sunday, but really us gathering and helping the suffering humanity. Because, you know, um, I, I could I could say that those you know relief operations we're, we're gonna help people who many of them some of them don't even know God and 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 there's here's an opportunity because what what this does to our hearts if you're suffering you're listening to this and suffering what this does is we realize that we're part of a grander scheme of things mm-hmm. we're not alone in this that's one and it's not about us yeah. only. Uh, and then we see other people suffering as well. Not that we feel better about our suffering, but we see that there's this bigger picture, really. Um, that I'm part of something bigger than myself. And, and the Bible uh, describes that as the people of God. So, yeah. Maybe some ending thoughts mm-hmm. uh, as we, you know, I know that this podcast is quite short. Mm, yeah. uh, how I wish we could actually yeah, spend yeah. a little bit more time here. But God really has a capability of turning things around. Yeah. When you talk about suffering, uh, there is hope. Mm-hmm. And we need to recognize that God loves us, God cares for us, and God wants to turn things around for us or use that particular pain and suffering for an advantage. Mm. Um, when you look at the story of uh, Joseph, uh, his brothers meant all evil yeah. towards him. Yeah. Right? They they planned out that he'd be sold. You know, some wanted to kill him, mm. and then eventually he went to Egypt. But yet, at the end of his life, when he was talking about this uh, to his to his brothers, he summarized it uh, in in Genesis chapter fifty by saying, "You meant it for evil, but God turned it around for good." Yeah, and I think. When you go through pain and suffering, as we find even in one of the familiar texts or verses that we probably know, Romans 8.28. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that in all things, God works for the good of those yeah. who love Him. Yeah. Those who are called according to His purpose. Mm-hmm. That whatever pain or suffering that you and I are going through, yeah. that that will not end in vain. Mm-hmm. You know? Looking at our particular you know, religion called Christianity, yeah. Suffering is at the very heart of it. Yeah. You know. Mm. You look at our savior, he suffered, you know, what was seemingly evil at that time, you know, the worst kind of evil that can actually be put on an innocent man on the cross, the most excruciating death. And yet we know that God turned things around so that it will benefit mankind. So I think, you know, this somehow summarizes uh this topic, of course. We know that it is a daily walk. 
uh, and our prayer is for those who are going through pain and sufferings that though they probably feel that God is not present or God does not love them, the reality is God does. God is there. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and uh, for me, if there's any final thoughts, it would be if you are suffering, maybe it's just one step, you know, and it may not be like one big thing right away, but maybe just one step. Maybe uh, taking that uh, opportunity, maybe to go to church. We invite you to go mm-hmm. to church. Yeah. Maybe that's a Sunday thing or a Saturday evening thing here in Victoria Labang, and just just you know, maybe that's suffering. Uh, that's that first step towards right. you know journeying through that suffering. Maybe that's saying sorry yeah. um, for sure. to someone that you have hurt or have hurt you. Yeah. You know. Forgiving that person. I'm not sure how it looks like for your personal life. But I, I believe it takes one step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to take that step towards um, journeying through this suffering. And again, we're, we're here. Yeah. Uh, sure. We hope to be able to yeah. journey with you. Yeah. And uh, maybe to end this podcast, I think it's appropriate maybe to pray. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for those who are listening or going through some pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. Maybe for a short time mm-hmm. long. And yeah. then uh, we can just lift them up. Uh, let's just do that yeah. right now. So if you're listening, we just want to pray for you. Whatever it is you're going through, uh, we are standing with you that by the grace of God, God will be there. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, you've given us this opportunity to lift up our our listeners. Uh, We don't know what's happening to them, but you know exactly what they're going through. And by the grace of God, we thank you that you will sustain them. And we thank you, Lord God, that just like what the Apostle Paul has received from you, Lord, may your grace always be sufficient for them. May they see your hand and may they see your strength even in the midst of this weakness, Lord God. And so we thank you that you are a good God. We thank you that you are a powerful God. We thank you that you are a God who's present. And Lord, that you care for all of us. So Lord, we thank you that you will turn things around for the people who are listening, Lord God. And for those who of our loved ones, Lord God, who are even not listening, I thank you, Lord God, that you will do things around for them. We thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or even on our website, victoryalabang.church. While you're at it, you can share this with your friends too. Tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode. Thank you, JJ. Thank you, See you guys. God bless you all.